0: Every Wednesday, some Wednesdays it's sunny and 60, some Wednesdays in February it's sunny and 30. Feels like the 20s. It doesn't matter. County Councilwoman Marty Hawk joins us and gives us an update on local government. Marty, good afternoon. How are you?
1: I am fine. The sun is shining. It is going to be another beautiful evening here, but it's a little chilly out there after (laughs) having so many warm days, so
0: Every, Every day, day can't well, be a record. We haven't even
1: had sectionals yet, and you know very good and well, it snows around that time. I know you keep saying to put on your sunscreen, but... When does it ever fail? We always end up having a little bit of snow around sectional.
0: Right, well, we didn't get we'll the snow, but it's tw- it feels like twenty seven, so that's that's winter winter enough for me. And we've got sectionals this weekend, Marty. We have the Baskey Home Show that's going to get kicked off Thursday night with the Chambers Business After Hours and run all weekend. We've got the Heritage Quilt Show in town. Look at all these great events. What wouldn't it be a great place to put a convention center expansion? That would be a good well, idea.
1: What would think we might? might think about that. Wonder why we haven't discussed that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we are moving ahead on that for Although there was, we were supposed to have. Um, I had asked to have an update on our uh, the, the uh, resolution that put together the food and beverage tax uh, to even be collected. And I had asked for that to have an update to cover what had happened at the state so that we would have it, you know, what to where the legislation is now. Uh, And I thought we were going to vote on that last night, but for some reason they opted not to move forward that they were talking about putting some other things in there other than just what had happened at the state. So I, my concern was, is that going to slow down anything? Why, why, why would we do that? I don't know. guess we'll find out. I'm sure, calmer heads and mine will prevail, and they'll figure it out.
0: Well, but, I hope but, you're right. I, I just, I hope. I'm, I'm left with hoping because I can't affect the process at all. And, and, and you, the county council's already done your work. Correct. You, you've done what you can do, and just now, now we just wait for all the dominoes to get. I don't know. That, that's where we're at, right?
1: Right. Well, the, the agreement that I was talking about, um, the it was a resolution that put together food and beverage tax and, and it included the tax advisory commission as uh, required by the state. That we we would have this. Do You remember the 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 commission that we had and we still have, and and the people who want to spend money still have to go to that commission. Yes. And and discuss what it is they want. The rule that has changed when the state changed the rules just this past year was it, it, that uh, they can go and ask for the advice from the, this commission, uh, but indeed that does not mean that they have to follow that. Advice. Okay. You know, before it was they had to follow it. And so um, at any rate, that's that's where we are on that. Um, But I'm sure everything on that will be fine. Let us hope so, because we have a lot of good news that we want to talk about. And so we want to concentrate on positive uh, today. And that was uh, the... uh, firm that is bringing forward all of these new jobs. I mean, this is, we just keep getting good news after good news about new jobs that are coming to Monroe County that are going to pay, actually, uh, so the kind of salary that it's going to take to actually really survive well here in Monroe County, because, as you well know, it's expensive to live here, and that's the reason why so many people... Uh, who want to work here end up living in surrounding counties and we need to keep those um, people living here that are working here as best we can because that if for no other reason, of course I'm always following the money, if for no other reason the income tax that they pay that we rely on to operate county government, that income tax will go back to the other counties wherever they live because it, it depends on where you live, not where you work. Uh, that's where that income tax money goes. And so it, it's it's just such a good thing that we have – a company that is preparing to bring more good-paying jobs right here to Monroe County. And um, this is a, the plant that had, which many of us still think of as Baxter, uh, is now called Simtra. Um And they, they're... Uh, Employees that work there now, a major part of those employees live right here in Bloomington. So how do, when so, they get
0: this tax abatement, Marty, explain to folks what that means when when, when, they, when they get that. Does that postpone taxes? Does it slow it down? How, how does that work?
1: Actually, I look at it like this. Over a 10-year period, they have the opportunity to pay more every year than what they're paying the first year. Okay. In in other words, the taxes that we're collecting as of as we speak, that's the base, and those taxes will still come in. Just as though nothing else had happened, what what is happening from there on? Whatever additional amount of assessed value that they have for the new plant or for for new equipment, then instead of paying the full amount the very first year, they, they get a break on it for, and then each year pay more and more until that 10th year they've paid they're up to the full amount. But if they hadn't, if you didn't give them tax abatement, we would still be getting whatever that base was to begin with. It isn't like if we've lost where they are now. We're, we will get right. continually nearly increase. And in the meantime, what we will get which is not a big at all, is all the income tax from the people who work there. So if they, if, if they live here and work...
0: Well, where are they going to live? We don't have, have enough are. housing.
1: <laughs> I beg your pardon? Where are they going to live? We don't have enough housing. I know, and that's the reason why. I guess that just takes us then on to the other thing that we have to be, some of us at least, are very happy about, and And that's that House bill eleven o eight which did pass, and that is going to allow for a, a- the ability to have more housing built, uh, because instead of being tied to a 15% slope, uh, they could take it up to a 25% slope. And uh, in talking to many of my engineering friends and and folks involved in this business, they really believe this can be done, that you don't have to make a choice between the environment and housing, that it can be done and done correctly. So. Uh, But, you know, for years, they are those, some elected officials who have said they want to keep rural, rural, and they don't want to see growth out in the rural areas. They've said that from the beginning. I'm not making this up. It's, you know, look at, at all their statements. They want to keep rural, rural. And that may be nice. It may be great to drive through the countryside and see all the cows and so forth, but... When we're looking at do we want to have jobs here in this community for the people that are, like, as as your family continues to grow, you're going to want to see that they have an opportunity to live here if they choose to. And be able to afford to do that. And it's probably hard for you to think about them growing up to be that much older. We're getting
0: closer by the day, Marty. Closer by it the day. It
1: happens. It happens. And and it's sad to think that in their own hometown, they would not be able to afford to stay here. So, um We have to open up the doors of opportunity for all different age groups, and that's uh, also for the age group, people of my age who might want to downsize at some point in time and have homes available for that, for people uh, in, in the years when they might want to grow and get a bigger home than where they are right now. And we have to prepare for that, and we need to prepare for those people who are just entry-level people and all of it yeah that's
0: what day. that's what vibrant communities are Marty they're not one or the other and and again you can't be locked as you mentioned accurately you can't be locked in in, in the time of just your life and expect everything to just to stop and, and, and go because you're of an age or a part in your career or something that's not how communities work and, and you know that from being in county government as long as long as you've been and that's you've seen the growth you've seen how this what things have worked and haven't worked and heck we were talking what about a month ago about a, a big development there off of uh, weimar road weimer road that's uh, right. now we're like oh geez with well, a lot of people will live there well, yeah <laughs>
1: that's the whole point <laughs> right um, they, they certainly will now that one might be a really big one for people to swallow i mean i think there's a lot to be uh, to figure out that many people in one area that that is a huge one you got to have so a starting point mean, though yes it won't all be built in the same, you know, <laughs> the same year. It will yes. all be in there. We're not then, gonna,
0: I, we're not gonna drop it out of the sky, and five thousand people will show up on a Tuesday afternoon, and we'll say, "Ready, set, go." That's that's not how it works, and and people sometimes get worried or scared when they don't have all the information and this is why i have you on every week so people can understand it and pass it on to those who get a little perhaps in the weeds for it and simtra biopharma solutions was formerly baxter so this is folks that have been here and as you mentioned it's people that uh, over half the people live in this county and then they're increasing that so it's an i think it's an exciting time
1: Right. I mean, the company says that the expansion will create 130 new jobs with an average salary plus the benefits worth $73,379 a year. Now, you know, that may not be everyone's idea of wealth, but let me tell you there's a whole lot of people who would like to be making that kind of money, and especially if you're a 2 uh, household income uh, earner, then that really does put you up there and be able to uh, perhaps get into that house, that very first home. You know, uh, two and three years ago with the interest rates that had dropped so far, there were so many people getting on that housing bubble. This is our chance to really get a roof over our head that we are going to count as our own. But now with the interest rates where they've gone to – and at the same time that prices of, of those entry-level homes had jumped so high, you put two of those together and and the average income here in Monroe County is just not enough to buy a home, uh, an entry-level type. It's a home.
0: math problem at some point, isn't it, Marty? You have this much, it costs that much, here's how much it costs to finance it. You're right. That's, that's what it is.
1: And uh of course, having sold real estate for years and years the what I always look at is for that entry level person that it's the total of what they're going to have to pay to qualify for, and that's their their the, none of money they're going to pay for their house of course, but it's the principal and the interest and on top of that the taxes and the insurance well, if we see that great big jump up in taxes. Uh, from from many different ways. I mean, either uh, new taxes being put on them. Now, now we're of course we're talking about property taxes. That's how right. what they have to qualify for. Um, so I'm thinking along the lines of uh, it w- if that annexation goes through, uh, then you add that city tax on top of all the other taxes, and that's going to make that entry level home even more. Uh, difficult for the, that entry-level person to reach for, say, in in many of these neighborhoods that it might have been possible. So all of it together, uh, that is the reason why it is so encouraging to see uh, businesses grow and uh, so that our community can grow with it.
0: Marty Hawk is our guest. The county councilwoman joins us every Wednesday afternoon just after 4.05. Any other entertainment points from your meeting? Uh, Did you have a meeting yesterday? And uh, anything from the commissioners today? Where are we at in the calendar? Heck, it's leap year tomorrow. I'm all confused as well.
1: Okay. Okay. So commissioners um, did announce at the beginning of the meeting um, yesterday that they – We're going to move ahead with what it appears to be um, there at North Park, which local people think of, as we used to call it, Criderville, and uh, having to do with the jail project. Um, I did receive uh, information from our county attorney that I wanted to share with you um, that they said um, the Thompson property was discussed and the cost and timeline of moving the mountain of dirt and the cost and timeline for moving the power lines. And that part, now we're talking about, of course, the Thompson property, where they had talked about perhaps moving the jail there. And and th- this report says together this was projected to cost approximately $6 million and come at, and would you know that, and create a minimum of a two-year delay in construction. Um, And so that is the reason why they do not plan to um, move forward with the Thompson property. And so... I believe Marty Hawk
0: once said that was probably not going to be the case.
1: Well, I said... Can't uh-huh. move those
0: rocks underneath there. For, for, forget about moving dirt. <laughs> what about the rock?
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, the, part of what the problem is, you start moving rocks. Now, now we know that those—if you've ever driven by there—and it doesn't like this suddenly happen that those rocks were suddenly there, or that suddenly all those big poles that was holding all the wire up. You start moving those rocks. What happens to what happens to the ground where you have moved that? kind of huge, that might then cause a problem with all those poles and all those wires. It's just, I'm just saying, I I don't know why we've even wasted all this kind of time. Well, we can't get it back, so I
0: guess we move onward and upward. So Thompson is out. Gotcha.
1: That's what it certainly looks like to me. And so they're going to be moving forward with uh, uh, the North Park. Uh, where there's already utilities there and there is a sewer package plant there. Now, how close that sewer package plant is to each location in that neighborhood, I don't know. I've been told that they believe, at, at that last meeting they were talking about they thought it was at the entrance to all the different areas. So that being the case, we would save a lot of money uh, that we wouldn't have to pay to run a sewer line to connect to it. However, we don't have. I mean, they're going to have to be in negotiations with with um, the owner of the property, and uh, but they they have to move forward with some of uh, you know checking that out as well, and whether or not this would even work. But that is evidently what was something that was. Uh, spoken of at the beginning of our meeting at last night, and I missed the very beginning of it, but I was brought up to date on that by others that that was what was presented at the meeting so well
0: that was supposed to be was... the iU hospital at one point wasn't it
1: well it was and and here was the problem with that well this is why I'm interested no...
0: they didn't cho they didn't choose to go there so well, why not right
1: well there the part of that was that, um, now, why they actually decided not to a little, but I know that at the time they were talking about moving there with the hospital, there was no transportation there. Gotcha. And, of course, the whole place has just grown so much over time that that would have not stop that now. But you know, it's hard for people to have that kind of vision ahead of time. A lot of us think it would have made a better location for a hospital than where it is now because it, it would be the traffic will move quicker. You wouldn't have game day traffic and whatever to worry about. Right. But all of it is where it is. You know, you can't you can't go back and change that. So it's my hope that if indeed this comes to fruition, we don't know, it hasn't happened, we don't have an offer on the table, we don't know any of the negotiations back and forth, and all of those things will be determined as time goes on. Uh, But it is my hope that if so, maybe, maybe there would be an increased interest in having uh, so many people have been saying we want a Trader Joe's, we want a Costco, we want a. <laughs> wow. In other words, more shopping available to this growing group of folks who live on the west side. So, maybe this will help us get there.
0: The land is there. That's right. So it's it's who owns that land? The county owns that land.
1: Oh no, that's that's Crider's. Okay. It was Steve Kramer, that's the reason why they called it
0: Criderville. It I thought he sold it to the hospital, and that didn't work itself out. I don't remember how that all happened
1: right that that's what well we we all thought that's where it was going to go, and then just boom, all of a sudden they decided they would be closer to the university, so that's how that worked. but um now the point will be what will the taxpayer be? Maybe not willing. Nobody wants to pay additional taxes. But what what I want somebody to tell us, and we've got long range planning uh, meeting on Friday. I want someone to tell us what if indeed uh, we would build a jail and try to move the courts all of it at the same time. How much would that come have to come from the taxpayer per? per taxpayer
0: yeah it'd be interesting uh, absolutely
1: i mean because it's people really if we said it was going to be 70 million people go yeah, yeah. if we tell you it's going to cost you 250 dollars or i just made that amount up i don't know how much it would be that's when people start caring when it's actually what it's coming from your pocket what that's going to cost That's what people care about. And so for anybody to make decisions to move forward with a a double cost, because if you try to move the jail and you try to move the courts all at the same time, that might be almost like double the amount of of tax that we would have to come up with. I'm not saying we should or should not. I'm just saying we need those numbers. Because for somebody to say, well, the county council hasn't made a decision... Well, why would we make a decision? We don't have anything to work with. <laughs> Give us some numbers yeah. so that we'd have something to work with. Um, but I, I just wanted to also uh, go into something that I think a lot of people have an interest in, and that is that health bill, 2, I think it's 202. We'll have to look that up. But anyway, there's one in there uh, that having the landlords uh, replace all the lead pipes that goes into their units. Um, and so that will affect Monroe County because we have so many people who do rent. And so we have, now that won't be a problem for these newer uh, apartment right. buildings, but for existing. And then I heard the debate on that on the uh, yesterday in committee, and part of that was that... Um, Even for the homeowner, they would want to get those lead pipes replaced, but they could apply at the utility company to have that replaced. So that will be interesting to see if that actually goes through and see if that really does work.
0: All right, Marty. Well, great job keeping us in the loop. We know it's never not going to be a busy time here in Monroe County, but we've got things all the burners on the stove have, have something. Well, let's make sure we keep them covered and stir them up, right? we got to make sure we're...
1: <laughs> right, right. Well, it looks like we're out of time. I wanted to talk about IREX, but we'll do that next time.
0: Well, keep that on your list. We know that's not going anywhere either, right?
1: <laughs> okay, thanks a